Hello out there in the lands of the living. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the only Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. I am your host, BT Calloway. I have watched the series from beginning to end. Joining me is Elliot J. of O'Neill, who has watched from the end until now. Elliot, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm also quite good. A little chilly tonight. How are you out there at home? Yeah, huh? Real. I feel that. That's good. Anyway, we just watched uh, episode three of season seven, The Queen's Justice. So let's dive right into this. Elliot, what just happened? Oh, well, in this episode... <laughs> this was a talker. Punctuated with some crazy moments, but it was a lot of talking. Yeah, uh, I have similar uh, things to say about this episode that I did the last episode we watched The Spoils of War. Although I will say the lows in this one weren't actually as low. I'm just mm. doing it for the sake of a repeating bit. But uh, <laughs> the highs were definitely not as high. Not as high, just, you know, kind of very, very surprising. But we'll get into that. Uh, look, we're going to have to get some things out of the way first. First of all, no memes in this one. There's a bit of bend the knee, but we did that last time. Yep. And, uh... No cock talk. <laughs> no cock talk. No cock talk at all. I mean, there were mouths and there were cocks, but, you know, not talking about them. No, there was a bit of cunt talk, but... Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Joffrey is a cunt. <laughs> but, I mean, even someone who hasn't seen a single Joffrey episode, I knew that already. <laughs> yeah, that's just common knowledge, you know. <laughs> Sky is blue, birds go tweet, Joffrey is a cunt. <laughs> No, all right. Uh, so what happened in this one? Uh, this is another kind of pieces moving one, a little bit more, you know, this has the big fake out with the uh, invasion of Casterly Rock and the taking of Highgarden right yeah. at the end. Uh, <laughs> we have to kind of skip to the end on this one just to explain what actually happens because those are the biggest points in this one. Oh, skipping to the end. Uh, how dare we? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Man. What but, kind of madman would do that? <laughs> but yeah, this was like a game of heist sort of style thing where, yeah, they did the showing how it would work one way and then how it did yeah, actually doing the work. famous kind of talking over and i really do like kind of how this is put together at, at first it is the unsullied marching on uh castly rock and you know they're doing the classic scaling up the walls thing and all that kind of stuff and uh you know it, it, to start with it goes the way exactly the way that Tyrion's describing it's like it's gonna be a hard fight and then oh but i have a little secret passage when i <laughs> when i was put in charge of constructing the sewers hmm, that'll certainly be handy <laughs> i built a little gift for myself while i was working down with the women <laughs> <laughs> oh Tyrion, you you're a little dog you you and your whores Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> getting down in the muck of the sewers <laughs> building yourself little passageways ah. you know that wasn't the only one Oh. Uh, sorry, there was no cock talk in this yeah, episode. No, we, we got to do out. something. We did get a bit more nudity, but we'll get to that. Uh, and then, yeah, at a certain point, he's talking about the resistance would be, it's so difficult, and there are going to be so many casualties, and the guy's like, we already killed everyone. Where? What's going on? I wanted to kill more people. What's going Where are my people? <laughs> yeah, and then the big reveal that uh, the Lannisters abandoned their uh, home castle. And they were like daintily doing short step marching onto the <laughs> castle like that was the most least threatening army I've ever seen. Yeah. I've had a lot of mar armies march onto me. <laughs> well, you know, being a lord, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is another when I say there's a lot of teleporting in this episode or uh, this season, that's kind of a good example of it is he was like, Jamie was in King's Landing mm. beginning of this episode and then all of a sudden he's in Highgarden. I don't know how far apart they are but it's enough distance to be a separate kingdom. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, one looks like, you know, uh, ancient England, and uh, what is it? Highgarden looks like Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, he travelled all the way from England to America, we can assume. Yeah, in, like, the span of, again, 
time is a hard thing to gauge, but you know, within within a Tyrion speech mm. is how long that took. <laughs> uh, I will say on this watch, I was kind of like, so why didn't they take a dragon to Casterly Rock? Because they're all like scaling the walls, and we've seen what a dragon can do to walls. <laughs> so uh, yeah, seems like uh, why would why would you not? Yeah, like, for all the destructions I've seen dragons do, yeah. Why only bring them to, yeah, burn the guys who, like, why not burn them yeah, in the only first place? Yeah, like, we've only seen them at this point attack out in a field, or rather that's next episode, which was last episode, haha. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, have them take down a wall. I know you don't want them to burn a city, but, you know, take down the defensive wall and you'll save yourself a lot of dudes. Yeah, this will just go into my theory that this and the last episode, uh, uh, th- sorry, this episode and the spoils of war, just in case the timeline of how we do things is confusing, <laughs> um, are the same episode. Like, they mm. could have literally been the same episode. You could have kind of cut and spliced bits from one to the other. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, especially the Dan and John stuff, which mm. really just seemed a repeat. So, in forward speaking. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I think... Yeah, Dan Brady's whole speech of you know when they're in the the dra- on Dragon Dragon Rock Dragon Roost Dragon something Dragon Island the rock the Rocky Throne the Not- Rocky Throne the Stony Throne yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, like it's meant to be intense and I just quite don't quite get that from her usually she's she's a little bit better but mm. I don't know this was I don't know it's not about it less intimidating than a th- than it thought it was yeah. Well, I mean, it was undercut with a joke with fucking, uh, what's her name, Sunday of... Uh, I did write this down because we were pronouncing it wrong, but now I can't f- see where I wrote it down. So, uh... <laughs> the lady with the afro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did the full, like, Michael Buffer intro for Dan Brady. <laughs> Introducing first, fighting <laughs> out of the stony throne. <laughs> yep. <laughs> with but... her hair in an impossible spiral braid. How does she even do that? <laughs> it's Dan! Breaker of Chains, Mother of Dragons, Liberator of the Triumph, Mother of the Ocean, Fellow Liberator of People. Ah, yeah, it's so goddamn long. And then, uh, yeah, Sir Davos is just, this is Jon Snow. He's King of the North. Uh, he's a pretty decent fisher. And uh, I've seen him do that thing where you open a champagne with a sword. It was pretty good. Yeah, so I didn't know we were doing this. I, I would have threatened a few things. So, down. I'm sorry, you, do, you haven't done much. <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, all the while I was thinking of that, and so, yeah, her usual bend-the-knee routine wasn't really doing it for me there either. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean... is this also the first time that they meet? Yes. So, okay, this, uh, another thing that gets me retroactively pissed off at yep. the things I just watched. That's how they built up their romance? Yeah, you've seen all the romantic build and payoff at this point. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. The way that was played out, this was like, to me, like six seasons of Will They, Won't They? No, no. They didn't Sam and Diane this shit. Ugh. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, especially with the last episode and their interaction there, because they, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, seem to just get together out of nowhere then. I mean, you get that there's an attraction. I like to think they were just horny. Because, uh, you know, I think there's even a line somewhere. It's like, well, the Queen's rather young and beautiful and Jon Snow's rather young and handsome. Mm. And then I guess they just made the old, you know, one hand through the other finger kind of <laughs> gesture. And uh, that's the way things go, I guess. 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought there would have been a bit more build-up and Tyrion, you know, at least trying to wingman this shit a little bit I more mean, than just ask for dragon glass, my dude. Yeah, you know, <laughs> dragon glass, eh? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I think if there's one thing you can unquestionably say about season seven and eight, it's rushed. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe if we'd gotten full ten seasons, there would have been a bit more build in this, a little bit more time. Or hell, maybe people just fell in love quicker in mythical times. Because, you know, you were likely to die of cholera at 30, so you may as well get your bone on. No, that's it. Uh, like Infectious Dude said, you know, he, he he lived his life and all that. I forgot what he said. <laughs> uh, Joram Amon, mm. a.k.a. Captain Friendzone, a.k.a. he's a real calloused boy now. Mm, yes. He's got callous face and he's callous chest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first time I'd seen callous chest. Yeah. I mean, he, you see him, you've seen him before, but he's not been shirtless. I forgot how kind of gross that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the doctor, like, doing doctoring, hmm, this poking seems to be doing something. <laughs> Does it hurt? He's got, like, a retractable poking stick. Like, a, I wrote down medical poking, and he's like, hmm, <laughs> I definitely know what I'm doing and not just prodding you. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, man, uh, uh, medieval fucking uh, medicine has come a long way. Yeah, he's like, hmm, could leeches help this? Not even that. Not even leeches, just poking a dude. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's evolved from, you know, when the kids find the body in the woods and they poke it with a stick. You know, that's where he got his medical training from. Yeah, pretty much. And then after that, he's got a whole bit with uh, Sam, who should be in another movie, um, going, oh, I suppose you thought you'd be rewarded. Well, no, you're not. You're going to have to go copy out all this bullshit. Yep. And be careful of the people that care yeah. Be careful of the paper mites. They like flesh too. And it's like, Jesus, does everything want to murder you in this world? <laughs> That's what I get the impression of. And I'm guessing, yeah, our old mate Samwise looked like uh, he uh, went to the ministry. Wait, no, what is it? Citadel. Monastery. Citadel. Citadel. So is this like, a, I thought, it, I got the impression from last one that the, these were like monks. They were like yeah, religious-y. Not religious-y, just very ordered uh, form of like education, I suppose. So, oh, right. Prof yeah. uh, pro scholars, that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So this is the old-timey version of those stupid robes that, you know, you get when you get your doctorate or whatever. Oh, right, right. You know. And, yeah, the old-timey version of those people that are just perpetual students, you know. Yeah. You go to do your university degree and there's the 40-year-old that's always asking questions. Yeah, or well, that one guy who's uh, writing down every shit he ever took. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that dude from last time. Well, I'm glad that Samwise preferred, pre preserved that note. Mm -hmm. I mean... You gotta know these things, apparently. <laughs> hey, sewers come in handy, man, and so do the people who use them. I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, uh, MVP, what was your most valuable part of this episode? Oh, most valuable part? Yes. Uh, uh. I told you I had a thing for it. I forgot what it was. It's most valuable part. Not person? Oh. That could be a person. Could be a scene. Could be an effect. Could oh. be a line. Because this was another one of these episodes where, like, even in the ones that I didn't like, there was always a standout actor. But for me, because there's sort of, like, looking at a few different character stories, there wasn't really, like, a super big standout. They're mm -hmm. sort of, you know, all just doing their own version of turning the giant cog of story. Yep. But my God... The, one, the person who is getting my MVP, most valuable person, is the fucking sassy queen. <laughs> Elaborate. There are two queens. <laughs> the uh, queen that was wearing, like, the Latvian Orthodox head thing and ah, the yeah. super old one that um, I'm guessing was uh, Jamie Lannister's mother. No, no, no. This no. is, um, I forget her first name. This is um, Ty the Queen of Tyrell. The Tyrell Queen. I forget her name. She's right. not a queen. She's Lady Tyrell. Um, so did she command over that black army that got uh, duped 
into only killing some of the Red Army. No, no, no. That was the Unsullied. That was Daenerys's army. Jesus fucking Christ. So yeah. many armies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right. Um, when the Lannisters buggered out of their home, when they knew the... Um, the Doth, the Dothrathigi and uh, sorry, the Unsullied and uh, Dan Brady's army were coming. Where they actually went was to Highgarden, and that was the the Tyrells family home which they invaded took over took all their gold oh uh, uh, that's see, why uh, you know in the next past episode where they're destroying all that gold they got that's what that is ah uh, and he said you won the biggest prize so i assumed he'd like won the showcase on wheel of fortune yeah that's the one no wheel of fortune is what we found out in this episode <laughs> oh well there goes my prediction fuck mm. i'm not good at predicting these things i think you're great at it <laughs> but yeah sassy queen man she had some killer lines and yeah her delivery at the end when she's talking about killing joffrey i mean Ah. this is a fucking actor that doesn't need to move a bone in her body Mm -hmm. except her mouth 100 percent presence it's amazing yeah she just downs that poison and goes you know she goes will there be pain he's like no no no. i made sure that your poison would be good drinks the poison is like i'd hate to die the way your son did that stupid (laughs) cunt oh what a cunt (laughs) i've met some cunts in my life he was the cuntiest cunt that ever cunted Yeah, oh, no, her whole scene is just, like, like you'll see more of her, obviously, because, you know, she'll be alive, but um, every scene she's in, she steals at 110. Yeah. So. Oh, just that whole, uh, uh, the burn as well, you know, I've learned some lessons from my failures. Well, you must be quite wise by now. Yeah. Fucking, oh, I even wrote down. I even wrote down, burn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie, uh, not even your army got burnt that bad <laughs> in the next episode. Jesus. Yeah, I know. He should have been sitting next to some of his troops who were like melting, going, huh, you call that a burn. <laughs> Wait till you hear what old lady Tyrell said to me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. It's and even then, there's a great little uh, you know reference if you get it where um, she realizes she's defeated. She goes, and now the reap, uh, and now the rains weep o'er our halls, which is a reference to a song called "The Rains of Castlemere," which is like a um, this is how bad the Lannisters murdered some people song that they kind of use earlier on. Huh. it's a nice little reference. I like it. There you go. Like memes within the Game of Thrones universe. Pretty much, man. What about you? What was your MVP? My MVP has to go to another queen. This was Cecil Lannister's uh, torture and killing of the Dornish women. Damn. Yeah, it is so heavy. It's so well done. Lena Henley just crushes this moment. And so do the two, I don't know their names, character or actors. Alora Sand, I think, is one of them. And the other one's one of the Sand Vipers. Um, but man, it is just devastating. And it's, you know, full of... There's this kind of motherly rage is the only thing I can give to it where she's like, I understand why you did it, but you understand why I hurt so much because you, you have daughters as well and you know how this hurts. So I know how this hurts. And there's kind of mm, this great little uh, like mother lion just shredding the thing that took away a cub kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. And yeah, the acting's great. It's shot really well. It's, it's tragic when right at the end they're trying to reach each other, but the chains keep them just far away. Ah, oh, man, so well done. It's, yeah. it's devastating. Yeah, because i got to say, like, I actually haven't seen a lot of Cersei's uh, supposed brutalness yeah. as, a, as a dictator, queenie, whatever. Like, it's all just been said and not shown, which, mm. like, uh, i I got to say, it's sort of been a bit frustrating for me, like, trying to be against her as an audience member. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... 
that's my problem for watching the show backwards because mm-hmm. yeah this was full of that just cold razor like viciousness and it's ah uh, yeah and then even even just and her, the whole delivery the whole bit is just amazing where she's just like uh i thought of all the i, I lie awake at night to looking at the the canopy thinking of all the ways i can kill my enemies and thought of having uh, sir gregor crush your face like what was it Crushing that lovely face open like a duck egg is like, oh, yeah. dear God. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what... Um, uh, someone made a reference to it in a movie once. It's like watching a cat play with a mouse before it like finally kills it, you know? Yeah, it's just for the cruel enjoyment. But, oh, man, it's, it's an amazing scene. It's just, just heartbreaking, but it also inc- incredibly earned, as we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, and then the fact that she gets all horny over it at the end know, as well is like, whoa. Murder gets seasonal horny. Yeah. So, uh, runs in and just drops in front of Jamie. We get some Jamie bum. <laughs> and then hard cut to the next morning. And, you know, then she does a, Cersei does a bit of a nude stride of pride. Yep. Where she's all like, I don't care who knows I'm burning my brother, whatever. <laughs> I'm the queen. I'll have her murdered too. And just to drive it home, she tells like the handmaiden, uh, oh, by the way, we'll need fresh sheets. Yeah. And then is like, you can pretty much hear the ba- in the background, woo! <laughs> Girl! <laughs> I am your queen. I expect you to give me the high five. <laughs> uh, uh, and on the rebound. <laughs> so nudity. Yes. So there's uh, question three. Nudity. Yeah. Get some uh, Lita Henley boob and some Jamie Lannister bum. She's holding it together, man. That's, yeah. that's a rockin' bod. She's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I can care. Jamie bum. Yeah, not too bad as well, Chief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have like the back catalogue in my memory of what good man bum should look like. <laughs> I'm assuming that's good. Well, you know, <laughs> it wasn't uh, um, a golden prosthetic, so I think no. it's good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that isn't a golden amputee prosthetic <laughs> is an upgrade, I suppose. Yeah, but prosthetics. Well, especially <laughs> in this world where you know genitalia does get cut off, I'm sure the gold prosthetic market is doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Yeah, mm. yeah, a lot of eunuchs in this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of covers us for uh, nudity and violence, because I was going to mention violence for the uh, siege. Well, I call, I'm going to put inverted commas, siege of Castle Rock. Yeah. And uh, yeah, even though there's no real physical violence other than a bit of poisoning, the uh, bit with the Dornish women is, yeah, like I said, just brutal without being brutal. Yeah, actually, I was wondering in that scene, where did Cersei get lipstick? And then when she gave her the kiss of death, you know, uh, Mm. it started to make sense then. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, So what else we got here? Okay, a couple of the (laughs) moments of what what happened. Uh, They pull Theon out of the ocean and they're like, you fucked it up, didn't you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's mostly that. Damn eunuchs. <laughs> uh, we do get some good... And he's the guy you love to hate. You're on Greyjoy, uh, mm. parading Yara and the Sand Vipers through the streets. Um, although I do really like when they're just all like... He's all like, ah, I feel that, Jamie, the love of the people. Ah, I guess you've never seen that before. And he's all like, yeah, but, you know, not long ago they were cheering Cersei as she was paraded through the streets. And yeah. Then they'll parade you through, uh, well, laugh as we put your head on a stick if you betray us. And he's like, ah, they're just big fans of heads on sticks. They don't really care who's on them. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he totally, he knows what the people want. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got so many just great love to hate him kind of lines where he's just like, uh, so 
How does she like it? Gentle or rough? You know, a finger up the bum. <laughs> the three types of sex. <laughs> yep, gentle, rife, finger up the bum. <laughs> you at home, answer our poll that we'll be putting up on our social media. Thank God we don't have one of those. <laughs> yeah, we're method here. They didn't have social media, so neither do we. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good point. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in this scene as well, uh, and in contrast with the scene later with Sansa and Littlefinger, like, I just kept thinking, you know, they're throwing all these the fresh fruit, food and fruit at the people being paraded down the streets and it's mm. like do they not have the saying aren't there starving children in winterfell like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true it's like yeah you know you, you could have eaten that instead you hocked it at your enemies well yeah. who's the idiot now is so in that is king's landing a, a rich area rich uh it's like you know the main city and uh winterfell's like you know bumfuck nowhere yeah well fuck you guys then you deserve to burn you uh, not liking food motherfuckers you're just like heads on sticks and wasting food don't you you wankers <laughs> i like when we can waste food before we see the heads on sticks mm. <laughs> or wasting food during seeing heads on sticks or wasting our heads on sticks yeah i love our incestuous queen and all the riches <laughs> she brings crazy crazy times uh little finger does have a little speech which basically boils down to be paranoid as fuck that's a terrible little finger how does he how does he speak again it's all really wispy and pseudo irish i can't do it right now i don't know i still picture him with his little finger up holding a tea be paranoid you never know who's going to get you why don't you just be paranoid as fuck and nothing will ever surprise you (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the new little finger apparently (laughs) yeah uh Part provoker, part joker. Yeah, part, you know, Lucky Charms leprechaun. <laughs> and uh, and all bad die job. Yep. And then, of course, Bran shows up and we get, finally someone just does does just go, I'm, I'm the three-eyed raven now. Okay, what does that mean? I was made the three-eyed raven by the three-eyed raven. You said you were the three-eyed raven! Yep. <laughs> My note for this was, at Bran and Sancello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. That was just a bit a... forced in, but... Oh, man, it's worth it. <laughs> My other note was just, like, the uh, little, like, emoticon for shruggy that you do with your phone, because... <laughs> I am the three-eyed raven. You are the three-eyed raven, yes. But who's on first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, third. Eyes. Ravens. What? Ah. <laughs> ah, forget about it. <laughs> yep. Third base. They have this whole arrival at Dragon's Reach. We've talked before about having a series of just uh, following just the guards, and they're just standing there, and they take their weapons, and the Jon Snow's guard's like, Cool, we just hanging out on an island then? I don't have a weapon, can't really yeah. defend you, can't do my job. So, uh, gonna take a seat and maybe <laughs> a nap. What's there to do here? Yeah, oh, you got mining. Oh, shit. <laughs> gonna mine some dragon glass, Blair. What else? You can bend the knee if you want. Yeah, yeah. It's boring. I know, it's really hard in this armor. It's not a lot of flexibility. They don't want you to... It's a thing, never mind. <laughs> Um, yeah, and there's, the camera's all, ooh, look at the scenery, look at the scenery. Dragons! Yep. So I did quite enjoy that, actually. It was like, that is some nice scenery, and then out of nowhere, dragons, they kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they did a good little jump scare, and, you know, Terry's all, oh, dragons, you know, they say you'll get used to them, but you never do. And never quite get used to them. Yep. The children, ha. Huh? Dragons are like herpes. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that, uh, those saws that uh, What's-His-Face had in the what's he think <laughs> the citadel yeah i got yeah. one word <laughs> fill yep. in the blanks you at home what callous fa- callous chest had on his chest previously before it got cut off <laughs> yep um we have melisandre the red woman shows up and foretells some things about dying so oh, yeah uh, yep which come true so there we go 
Yeah, I last saw her when she was like out in a field and she got like killed by a bunch of people on horses. No, she just walks out into the field and drops dead. Oh, yeah. Yep. That cool. was the end of her story arc. Hmm. Well, good to catch up with her again, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyrion makes reference to a uh, popular AMC show, The Walking Dead, as well, at one point. <laughs> I mean, they're on different networks. I can't say that. Yeah. Th- that's why he ran the like, Deadman really quick together. Yeah. Just like you and those Walking Deadmen. Mm. Yeah, I, we saw you plugging that those show. Those Walking Formerly Alive fellows. <laughs> uh, actually, another, like, Tyrion was a uh, runner-up for MVP just because... Mm. Uh, are you passing off your own statements <laughs> as Ancient Wisdom? <laughs> it, it, no. No. Read it. <laughs> In a book. <laughs> Ancient wisdom book. Yes, a book of real real good quotes that you should not look into. It was by uh, <laughs> Mr. Wiseman. <laughs> George. George <laughs> Cauldron. <laughs> and that puts me out of notes. All right. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Um, I do have a little bit for Mean of Girls where uh, Danny is going through like the whole history. He's like, well, if you'll remember, your family pledged their... Uh, their loyalty to us in perpetuity. What does in perpetuity mean again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it means forever, girl. Oh, that's right. It means forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a very bitchy moment that I thoroughly enjoyed recasting as a high school drama. Yep. I was also picturing her doing her own cover of Everywhere Man. <laughs> I've been raped and pledged and sold and bought and so I've been everywhere, everywhere Dan. Man. Ah, boom. <laughs> All right. Um, it's a good line of sometimes tragedies are necessary, where it's like, uh, yes, the destruction of the High Septum was a great tragedy. Hmm, yes, sometimes tragedies are necessary. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, gold wins wars. It's like, yeah, thank you very much, death and taxes guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also a great bit where John's standing on these, again, very picturesque uh, shoreline of Dragon's Reach, or Dragon's no, Dragon's Reach from is from Skyrim. Dragon Rock. Dragon, what the fuck was his name of this place? <laughs> something to do with dragons. I think, I think it's Dragon Rock or Dragon's Rock or something. But uh, Dragon's Reach. Yeah, Skyrim. Uh, yeah, so he's standing out there looking very much like a, he could suddenly break out a heavy metal guitar solo. Man, I <laughs> I was thinking the specifically the darkness. Fuck, yeah, what is yeah. the song? Love is only a feeling. Absolutely. Put but, a, like a stack of marshals behind him and give yeah. him a Les Paul. It'll look amazing. Yeah, because do you remember that film clip? Sorry, sorry. Lo- Les of Paul. <laughs> yes, I do. I do From, from the House of Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for those that don't know at home, uh, look up the darkness. Uh, um, fuck, love is only a feeling. They filmed it in the Blue Mountains of Australia mm. and it is, mwah, it is beautiful. Also, look at Majesty of Rock by... Uh, Spinal Tap, very similar setup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, they may have drawn from that. Uh, but then, yeah, Tyrion rocks up and goes, came up here to brood, but you look much better <laughs> at breeding, brooding than I do. Yeah, I was like, yes, he does. He really, he's got you <laughs> cornered on that one. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got that Kit Harrington brood. Yeah, he's got yeah. a good brood. He knows what he's doing. So, you know, he could have been the next Batman if we weren't getting, uh, you know, sparkly vampire. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's a thing. That's a thing. Um, and he's got the good line of people's minds aren't made big enough for problems that large. And it's like, seeing as uh, apparently the White Walkers are meant to be a kind of a metaphor for climate change, that is a good point. Ah. They're people like manageable uh, obstacles they can tell, like a person or a, you know, tyrannical government, but not something as large and as permanent as, you know, freezing death of the planet. Yeah. Well, I will say as as far as a story point, you know, 
having Terry and go ask for something smaller <laughs> was like I thought actually a really good move, just story wise. Mm, absolutely, and it's a good point when he brings it to Daenerys. He's like, they want mine dragon class. You didn't even know it was there. If it kills the White Walkers, fantastic. If it doesn't, you've lost nothing and you've given them a favor. It's like mm. that's genuinely awesome advice. Yeah, and yeah, a clever way to put that story together and. Uh, and also uh, forward their relationship as well, even though now that I know this was the starting point, <laughs> extremely not satisfied. What with relationship? It. Yeah, we're, we're what five episodes away, and they're already in love and boning on a ship. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's true they go through a lot between now and then, but still, pretty sure that is everything I have. So let's wrap this up with a quick: How do we get here? All right. Well, we got another classic: people arriving on a shore in a boat yep so that's where Jon Snow get there mm-hmm. and so in the scene we see him you know asking requests for Daenerys so all right so wherever they were before the north I guess he keeps saying oh I'm the king of the north I'm mm-hmm, the north mm-hmm. so they were at the north they saw the white walkers coming he's like well we're gonna be fucked if we deal with them aren't we yep let's go ask that dragon lady for dragons that seems very reasonable. I did also forget to mention we have a nice bit of uh, Sansa being in charge. Mm. It was, you know, quick, but it was good. Got its point across. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, so we think that, that sounds quite a reasonable prediction of how we get here. Let's uh, find out next time as we go back further in time in Games of Thrones. Till then, that's been Elliot Jane O'Neill. Later. I've been BT Calloway, and for now, our watch has ended.